Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Monday, October 19th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Hello my friends, good morning to you all. I'm discombobulated today because now you have to understand, I have a cell phone that has a, has a case on it, and I've been wearing it on a holster. Okay, stop your laughing now. I'm an engineer, it's allowed. But my son told me, Dad, you gotta wear your phone in your pants, or carry it in your pants, like real people. Well, my holster deal broke, so now I gotta carry it in my pants, I guess. And, uh, it's throwing my it's throwing my game off. I guess I'll have to get used to it. I was getting ready to start my podcast, and all of a sudden I couldn't get my phone off my holster because I had to get it out of my pocket. And you know how hard that is to do when you're driving. It's probably a good thing that it's that way because it keeps people from texting while they're on the road. So you know, here I am drinking coffee and speaking into my podcast on the road. But no texting. Did I mention that coffee is awesome? Whoever came up with that idea? Hey, let's grow a tree or a bush that has these little berries on it that get hard and stinky. And let's roast them in a fire and an oven and make them black and even more stinky because nobody ever drank coffee before this guy invented it and let's just make this stinky thing and then grind it up and do a bunch of stinkiness and oh yeah let's pour hot water over it and then smell that stinky black dark water and then drink it for fun and oh by the way it gives you some energy I'll take all of that Give me some energy. I was watching a bird just now fly against the wind. Every once in a while you've seen it too, I'm sure. There was a big gust and it was it was going it was wanting to go that away, but it was being blown backwards. It was almost uh, comical. Ever feel like that? Ever feel like you're wanting to go that away? But everything is <laughs> everything is what's that word? Conspiring against you. At least it seems that way. I've had a lot of time to think about that kind of thing in our life. The kind of thing that would be what you call a setback. I'm starting to wonder, you know, the bird in this situation, he is really wanting to go that way, but he's not. The reality of the situation is he's going backwards. But you know, I maybe want to approach it a little bit differently. He is putting energy into going to his goal. And it's not getting him any closer. But do you know what it's doing? It's causing that bird to get strengthened toward reaching that goal. 
So I know that there's a lot of goals we have that we're just not getting to or it's not getting there fast enough. We've talked about this a lot. But if your goal is the Lord God Almighty and whatever He wants to do... I was reading in Colossians. I promise I'll get back to that thought. Colossians, talking about how God owns you he, because you're His creation. And He created you for a purpose. He actually created you for a purpose that He knows about. That God Almighty knows about you and your purpose. He knows it. So let's not think little of ourselves, for one thing. So getting back to that thought of that seeking the goal, seeking Him as your goal, and how He has a plan for you, and it's a good plan. If He's the one you're seeking, and you, you're like this bird, and you're seeking after that goal, you want to get there. But you don't see yourself getting there. You're looking around you and you're noticing that, well, the wind is blowing me the wrong way or uh, the rotation of the earth is making it impossible to get to God. I just can't seem to do it. Or whatever the, the excuse is. All you do, all you have to do is position your rudder. I'm mixing metaphors. I'm very good at that. All you have to do is position your rudder in such a way to get to where that goal is. Let's not mix metaphors. Position your gaze, position your flight path toward the answer. And you might not see yourself getting there fast enough. That's okay. What it's doing is it's strengthening your desire to get there. It's strengthening your wings, if you will. It's exercising faith that seeking after that thing that you're not getting to quite yet is worth it because there's a faith involved now. And getting words of hope and encouragement from other Christians into you to remind you that seeking after Him in that way, I mean, if the Bible weren't enough encouragement, finding other Christians who are on the same path or who have, you know, gotten to that next plateau, they can encourage you and they can help fill you with faith. The point I'm saying is it can be really depressing sometimes or really, depending on the situation, it can be debilitating, can be very depressing, I suppose. If you've got this thing that you want to do and it's just not coming to pass. In fact, all the facts around you are telling you that things are going in the opposite direction. Well, you know, here's what you got to do. Got to press in and understand what God is really seeking. He's not seeking your efforts as much as he's seeking you. Yesterday in our fearless group, we looked at uh, scripture in 1 Timothy 6.6. 6. I think it that's what it was. And it was about con- being content. Being content, godliness. I-, I think being content in godliness, something like that. And the 
I believe what's being said here is that if we're resting in the Lord and He is what we're seeking after, you will find a contentment there like no other. But if we're always fearing fearing that we're going to miss out on other things, you know, he's going to Bahamas, she's going here, and, and social media is showing us all the things that other people are doing, and we're just like, what's wrong with me? Look at all these other people. I'm missing out on, on life. Realizing that there is a contentment when you're with the Lord. In fact, it's, it's, it's so much not doing things. Uh, of course, that's part of it. I mean, we, when we want to share the word of the Lord with people who need it, or share the love of Jesus to those who need it. By the way, we all need it. But when we do that, those are that's doing things, But and, and that's a good thing. But that shouldn't be the only thing. We need to make sure that we are tuned into the Father and having an understanding that there is a contentment with Him alone. I don't need to worry about things I'm missing out. And as far as this goal that we're seeking that doesn't seem to be happening yet, find contentment while you're in the journey. I think that will help. It's like the bird in the wind that's being blown backwards. You know, he knows he's going to get there, or he believes he's going to get there. Otherwise, he would just give up. But I don't see him, you know, flying down to the ground and just walking the other way, thinking, ugh, muttering to himself, I just can't seem to get past that wind. I guess I'm going to have to walk the other way, walk all the way around the globe, and then get to my destination that way. I don't think the bird's doing that. Its, it's mind is single it's a single minded bird but the bird has faith that its wings are going to carry it to the destination well we all should have faith that God's strength and timing and provision for us are going to carry us to that destination The bird doesn't know how much wind he's got to face, but he's still pressing on. We don't know what kind of time it's going to take, but we're going to keep on seeking our goal and pressing on, right? David in the Psalms would talk about, you know, he would complain to the Lord in a psalm. You know, how long must I struggle here? Or how long must I hide out from my enemies? But a lot of the times... He'd hit that point, that Selah moment, when he pressed in. He kept pressing into the Lord, even in his dark times, even when the wind's blowing against him, he pressed in. And what would he say? Yet yeah, you are my deliverer. I mean, you look it up. He he would say things that maybe didn't align with the wind of that day, but. He knew That's right, kicking into high gear. He knew uh, 
He knew where his strength was coming from. He knew the strength in his wings came from God Almighty. So he couldn't he couldn't figure out everything, but he knew God could. And that's how we should approach it. We don't know everything, but we know God does. And I have faith in that. And I know that it will get me to the next horizon. So I got to tell you, you know, I sometimes second guess myself when it comes to this podcast because who am I really? And then I remember what I just told you. Who am I? Well, I'm a child of the king. I'm a priest. I'm a saint. These are things that God says about me. I'm chosen. And I've been placed in a position of power. And these are things that are true of you and me. We have the Holy Spirit operating in our life. We have greater things happening in the Spirit through us and through the words that the Lord gives us to speak to people. Greater things than Jesus did. And that's Jesus' words. Nothing can stop you. It's a great paradox, though. You know why? Because it looks like everything is stopping you. And you know why? It's because everything wants to stop you. And the, our enemy uses image and perception to halt the path of a Christian. Have you noticed that? It's a perception of truth. It's a perception of what's real. But what it is, is he takes what is real and twists it. Deceives the perception. If we're not careful, we'll look at that and treat it as having the same authority as the Word of God. Now, did you notice what I just said? We say the Word of God so often it maybe we don't think about it. But the enemy twists things and perceptions. And I'm telling you, there is an authority in what he's doing that's false. But we live under a different authority. And not only do we live under it, but we operate in it and we can engage in that authority. In other words, we've been given authority to use that authority. I was saying earlier that sometimes I second guess because, you know, who am I? And, you know, what do I have to say? And there's days that I, and today was one of the days, there's days that I wonder, well, what good is what I have to say? And I tell you every time, and I really don't want this to come across like I'm some, you know, higher well, I shouldn't say that. God has placed me high. But I don't want to come across as haughty, okay? I hope you know me by now. That's not my deal. 
I don't want to come across that way. Yet I know every time I do this, even when I think that, uh, that I don't have anything to say, it feels like I've got something that's there. And maybe it's just because I talk a lot. And I got to say, I'm watching something right now. There's a huge, huge yacht. Wow. Being hauled on a flatbed. There's a place up here in Holland where they build these things. There, that was, that was a, over a million dollar yacht, I'm sure. And what was in front of that truck? This thing was on such a low uh, flatbed. You know, the wheels are, you know, the bottom of that yacht is mere feet above the surface of the road. And it's so tall that there's a truck in front of it. And it has this stick 20 feet in the air, which represents the height of that yacht, I'm sure, because it looks like it was an adjustable kind of thing. And that truck, his full job, that truck's full job is to drive out in front of that yacht being pulled on that semi and make sure that if they're going to go near any overhead lines or any bridge that's too low, that that truck in the front is going to know it before the truck in the back is going to know it, if you know what I mean. Million dollar yacht like that, you don't pretty much want to crunch it into a bridge overpass. Well, God is that truck with the stick. And he's saying there, there are low-hanging lines that can trip you up. I just drove right under one right now. There are low-hanging lines. And it looks like low-hanging fruit. It looks really yummy. It's deceptive. And his job, part of the job here, is to remind you of what are those things that are going to trip you up. The whole point for the Word of God and, and basically the law of the Lord and the discipline of the Lord, and I've said this over and over and over too, it's not to be a killjoy for you. It's not to remind you of what you can't do, but it's to remind you that He's protecting you from this low-hanging fruit that's going to trip you up. You get involved in that and all of a sudden, wind of the day is going to blow in your face and drop you back and set you back. We don't want setbacks. So he's out there, he knows what potential problems are in your future, what the enemy wants to do to trip you up. He's already kind of established some guidelines. And if you want to be that yacht making it to your destination, see, I couldn't mix metaphors. There's a rudder, I could use rudders now because I got a yacht. <laughs> but. If you want to make it to that destination, you got to allow the Lord to walk before you, to provide some knowledge to you, some wisdom to you, so that you don't get tripped up. Make sense? He's done that, by the way. And while you're on your journey, if you feel like you're getting blown backwards and things, that's okay. Perhaps, perhaps your strength isn't quite there to counteract the wind of that day. 
And you just need to establish more exercise in that. Because the Lord wants you to be strong and ready to handle that next spot where you're going to find yourself. And maybe you need a little bit of exercise before you get to that point. Look at it that way, okay? But He is always with you. He is to strengthen your wings. And find out more about that in the Word of God so you stay in that Word. And you live in peace and you pray for those who persecute you. And always remember that He is by your side. He is before you. He is with you. And He's the wind behind you. And He is there to help. Got it? All right. And I will see you on the flip.